Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork, heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's Breakfast with Fish. Happy holidays, it's football week. Finally, Giants week. I'm trying to bring that back, by the way. Hey, uh, from days of yore. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the fishbowl. That is the star. Mike McCarthy this morning, I believe at 10 a.m. And then we'll be out on the practice field. I'll try to do uh, fish for lunch today if I can from the star and give you a practice report. <clears throat> we'll have fish uh, at six live tonight. We'll keep it crisp this morning because uh, I know you want to spend some time with your families. Get ready for your draft. Uh, and of course, uh, manage all your cowboy things, which you can do with the help of CowboysSI.com. Get in, get on, be good, bring something of intellect to the table, and we'll go item by item this morning with a couple of things. Number one, and this is a cowboy story, it's a college story, it's bigger than sports in so many ways, it's almost cultural, uh, what Deion Sanders just did, a uh, friend of the show, Deion Sanders, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, takes over a Colorado program that last year won one game. And of course, as you know, I grew up in part in Colorado. So uh, I understand some of the struggles there. First of all, there's not a talent base there in that region uh, that allows them to stay competitive on a regular basis, Colorado, Colorado State, uh, et cetera. And so for Dion to take over a one-win program um, with, uh, without, you know, 40 years of coaching experience after having made the jump from Jackson State. Brings with him his two best players from Jackson State, Hunter, the two-way star who's going to uh, be an NFL standout, most people think. And then his own son, who could play uh, at the quarterback position, obviously. And the next thing you know, Colorado goes into TCU. TCU, uh, national championship game a year ago. And deals with all of it deals with the heat, the pressure, the score, all of it. And they register a uh, shocking win uh, uh, after being 21-point underdogs. A great part of the Cowboy-related story here is the bond that remains from those Super Bowl teams. Michael Irvin's been one of Deion's best friends for decades. Nothing shocking there. Emmett Smith uh, gave a big shout out on social media. Nothing shocking there. Aikman had a job to do there, I believe, on Friday night. But also Aikman, on on, um, Dion's first day of practice at Jackson State, I believe it was a surprise, and Aikman showed up at practice just to to support him. And uh, as with Charles Haley, it wasn't always easy in that locker room at that time <clears throat> for uh, for Aikman to decide that he's going to be buds for life with Deion Sanders. It, it just speaks volumes about Aikman's character and maybe speaks volumes about Deion's too. I was talking the other day with Jason Garrett and his lovely wife, Brill. And I was talking about, you know, how Dion could be difficult uh, to deal with media-wise at times, which, by the way, you saw this weekend, too. And Garrett and Jason Brill, like, that's not the Dion we know. We love Dion. He's done this for us. He donates that. He, 
So I, I think it's lovely that those 90s guys are still together. Now, there's a lot of growth still to be had by all of us. And so I thought what Dion did in the post-game press conference, and it happened to be Ed Werder, uh, our, our old friend, but it could have been anybody. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter who the reporter was. Dion jumps the reporter as he's trying to ask a question and basically says, I won't answer your question unless you tell me that you believe that now you do you believe now in what we're building at CU. And Dion, who's been doing this for a long time and is very good at winning that kind of debate. He's very clever and always has been. Uh, and he's also, he's also very bright and very colorful. Uh, and, and, uh, his ability to turn a phrase on a dime is quite a gift. Do you believe now? And then it, he, he won't address your question unless you answer in the affirmative. Affirmative. Well, of course, you can't answer in the affirmative. That's not my job to believe in the Colorado Buffalo's turnaround. It's not my job as a sports writer. And Dion knows that. And he went there anyway. It's a dirty little secret in our business. We do, because we're human, have our biases. We do have our favorites. There are absolutely certain guys that whether I like their uh, the cut of their jib or I like their backstory or I like them personally, absolutely, guys, that you find yourself pulling for. But, again... Dion knows this. He knows exactly what he was doing. What we root for, it's a little different. And I talk to you guys a lot about this. 66,000 fish heads in Cowboy Nation Strong. By the way, thanks for hitting the like button as you do. Thank you for subscribing and telling your cowboy loving friends that what we do here is unique. I am not completely unbiased because that's impossible. Impossible. I am not completely unbiased. You're 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 basically as a beat writer, you're in a cubicle next to these guys all day long. You cannot avoid liking them, not liking them. Can't avoid it. It's human. Um, I saw the other day Mike Shanahan, the, the great old Broncos coach, not in the Hall of Fame, and Adam Schefter's on there. That's ridiculous. He's not in the Hall of Fame. And it was the most passionate thing you've ever seen Adam Schefter do. Why? Adam Schefter used to cover the Broncos and wrote, co-wrote Mike Shanahan's autobiography. That's the nature. That's the origin of his passion in favor of Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan was nice to him. Not that Shanahan doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Mike Shanahan was really nice to Adam Schefter, and now Adam Schefter is going to be really nice to Mike Shanahan. That's bias of a sort, isn't it? Dion came on this show not long ago and said, and this is, there, there's a lot of irony about, about Dion's coaching career now. He's still very much himself. The post game pep talk was a, uh, uh, pre-game pep talk was uh, poetry, passion poetry. 
uh, you may have seen this. I don't know if they said it on the broadcast. He's, he doesn't put a C on your shirt for captain. He puts an L or a D. Leader for an L. If you're a leader, you get an L. If you're a dog, you get a D. That's uniquely Dion. And it's very cool. He, he's, he told us a couple of things not long ago in this visit. Because one of the issues that's going to come up now is, when's he going to go to the NFL? And he told us, no, that's not for me. We'll see. But he told us, no, he said, because I'm too old fashioned. Now, how ironic is that? That Deion Sanders views himself as too old fashioned to deal with the modern professional athlete. Deion's old fashioned? Well, he's 55, 56, I suppose. The other thing he said is about individuality. He said, your individuality is about how you play the game. But otherwise, there is no individuals. That's Dion talking? Bottom line, Dion. We root for good stories. That's it. Anything beyond that, any anything inching beyond that, we're going a little bit out of our required boundaries. Sometimes can't help it. We root for good stories. And Deion Sanders, for about the last 45 years, for the last 40 years of his life, has been a hell of a good story. Item, uh, the Roger Staubach painting will announce a winner tonight, Fish at Six. So hang in there for that. Item. The Mike Evans rumor, now remember now, uh, this is a media thing. Explain to me how in the Cowboys salary cap pie, philosophically or mathematically, I'm going to go get me a $30 million wide receiver. Sit me down in a room. Let's do this. Sit me down in a room with Steven and Will. Let's just do Steven and Will. John Cook, good morning, Fish and family from Nampa, Idaho. Could not be happier for Prime. Go Cowboys. I'm happy for the Cowboy family. Because it's a cool story. Justify, I'd love to hear somebody besides CBS Sports justify why I should go get Mike Evans, who already makes $24 million a year, surely wants a raise, while I'm already busy trying to do C.D. Lamb. It's not. Now, we're in a never-say-never business, and if I needed to be reminded of that again, the Trey Lance thing reminded me of that again. Never-say-never business. But that math doesn't add up for me. Now, Kevin Eve asks a good question. What's this Chris Jones thing? Chris Jones, the tremendous playmaking interior defensive lineman for the Chiefs, continues his holdout. By the way, last time I checked, so did Bosa in San Francisco. The Bosa thing is a balance of power issue in the NFC. You you let the 49ers lose a couple games early on, they're not going to win that division. Seattle will. And that can change everything. 
Chris Jones, uh, uh, the, the Chiefs don't have enough defensive talent to go around. Chris Jones, his holdout continues. And the only Cowboy-related thing here is somebody put, somebody on social media put, Chris Jones should go to the Cowboys. And Chris Jones liked it. That's about as far as that goes. Chris K, this is definitely classroom, Dion, and not barroom talk. Good morning, Uncle Fish from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, like I say, and Claude, I appreciate your your passionate response. We do have our biases. I think you might be missing my point. We do have our biases. Uh, I don't think I've been very uh, good at disguising <laughs> my bias towards Michael Irvin. Uh, I, I got a 33-year track record of it. So you caught me red-handed. It's the, the Chris Jones, it's, it's not financially feasible. It's a, a spectacularly fun idea. And I do have to add this too, and I often say this to you. When was the last time, because everybody goes, all these writers, national writers like to go, this is a Jerry Jones style deal. When was the last time the Cowboys did that? Uh, in terms of a free agent signing, it was Brandon Carr. In terms of a splash acquisition, we can count Amari Cooper. They gave a first round pick for Amari Cooper. So that in, in terms of an acquisition, that happened. But in terms of a splashy free agent signing, hasn't happened in more than a decade. So we're, we're thinking about it. Wildcat and Ken Lawson, you're right. The, the, the media keeps thinking that this is still 1992. Let's go get Charles Haley. Let's go get Dion. They just don't do that anymore like that. So let's go get Dion and Haley. Yeah. And let's go get Mike Evans and Chris Jones, except no. And finally, uh, the Terrence Steele deal. And I don't need to rub it in anybody's face anymore about the cap man. I'm, I'm telling you, they know what they're doing. It doesn't make it automatically right. It doesn't mean they automatically win Super Bowls. Stephen Jones and people in his department, in the, in the cap, salary cap department that you've never heard of. They don't particularly want their names out there. They don't care. They I, And I call them the big calculator, sharp pencil guys. Hey, look, it's Carson. Come on in. They don't want the publicity. They don't need the publicity. They don't care. Trust me when I tell you, they are football mathematical geniuses who are putting this salary cap together with one of the three most talented teams in the NFC. I think one of the six most talented teams in football. They've done it again with Terrence Steele. Uh, everybody liked your uh, performance yesterday, by the way, where it was just crisp and clear. You had you said two words, and you said them right. We'll Wait, get it, huh? Can I get my hat? Yeah, get your hat. Carson Carson is a big uh, C. Lamb man, of course, and he's also a big cowboy man. And look at this hat. Turn sideways. Look at that the other way. Yeah, how about that? Lance F, $5 pitch into the refund. I think we're good on receivers right now. They'd support the lockdown guys that we have at the moment. And obviously, that's the Cowboys' philosophy, too. They sign Their big money signings are of their own guys. 
I do think the Terrence Steele deal, which is evidence again, the Cowboys take care of their own. Now their judgment's got to be right. Hasn't been right every time, but they they have a plan. They are executing the plan, and the plan is causing them now to have added yet another. Are you leaving? I'm going to go to. The plan now is being executed in such a way that now Terrence Steele is in place. I will suggest to you. There you go. I will suggest to you that the Terrence Steele contract is a pathway to what's coming next, which is a Dak Prescott contract extension. Carson, you have anything you'd like to say this morning? Marty Tar- Marty T uh, wants to pitch in ten dollars nine ninety nine into the Carson fund. What? What does that even mean? That's for uh, you get nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So when you go to college, you'll have money in college. Oh, thank you, young man. Thank you, young man. Anything else you want to say? Um. Um, nothing really. You have but- something to say about Dion? Y'all are not even the best at showboating, but I, I'm number two. You're the second best showboater in town? You want to do your gritty? No. Okay. Yeah. All right, you want to do gritty on camera? All right, here we go, gritty. There goes gritty. <laughs> <laughs> Fish out.